This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast uh, for a public holiday, which means we're not on tomorrow, no podcast tomorrow, but we are back again on Friday. Uh, but we are going to give you the Alphabox letter today for Friday. That makes sense, right? Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. All You've right. got extra time to study if you That's it. it. Yep. Um, so t- Friday's letter is even my head's... Having trouble getting around it. Yep. Um, Q for Quebec. Okay, yep, Q. Now, this is probably, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is one of the hardest Alpha Bucks questions I've ever seen. All right, so I'm going to fail. Here we go. So hopefully, if you're listening, you do call up because I don't think many people have a chance at this. Name a Pokemon starting with Q. Quincy. No. Oh. Oh, maybe. Uh, what, what? I shouldn't say no to that because I don't know either way. Um, Q because there's there's Quack something as well, but yeah, what is it? Uh, there's Quagsire, Quigdillon, yeah. or Quillfish, <laughs> or I'm not saying any of these correctly. Am What's I? the easiest one to say? Quillfish, I think. All right, go Quillfish. <laughs> say what does Quillfish. A quillfish Pokemon look like? I, I I have no idea. That is a very hard one. Geez, these are not the ones that Ash was playing with, nah, was that, he? Well, well, he did eventually, but that, yeah, they're not Generation One. You now, if we're going to get yeah. into the nerd specifics of it all, the first 151. Quillfish. Oh, he kind of looks a little bit like a fishy Snorlax. <laughs> there you go. My favorite Pokemon. Snorlax. Yeah. I bought a little diary thing that had Snorlax on the cover because I was like, "How cute is this?" And then the same image that's on the front of it with this kind of like, you know, that fake pleathery kind mm. of thing. The same image is on every single page on the inside and it's not light enough to be able to write in the book properly. It's this dark Snorlax just ruining now, the whole book. Out of curiosity, what are you writing in your Snorlax journal? I was just going to write things about you. <laughs> just like, dear diary, Carly was mean to me Can about I get my Snorlax journal again. <laughs> <laughs> she said it's impractical and dumb. Do you know what? I wish I kept a diary. Yeah? Yeah. I did. I did keep a diary. I bet you did with a lock and key. Yeah, actually. And it was like hell extra. But I kept losing yep. the key. Of course. But then I realized that all diary keys are the same. Correct. It literally so is just So I could like just go pin. to the $2 shop and buy another, but then I ended up with another diary. It was a never-ending cycle. Yeah. So I had a lot of empty diaries growing up. Did you put that in your diary, that story? <laughs> <laughs> Here, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Alan, a tweet has gone viral for its wholesomeness. I love this. That's great. So a bloke by the name of Dave has tweeted out, he said, a big question for anyone who has given birth. What is the one thing that your partner did, said, or brought to the hospital that really helped you through your birth experience? Expecting dad, hoping to support his wife in the best way possible here, ready to take notes. That's like, how hard, like, it's not often that someone will put their hand up and go, I don't know and I need help. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's wholesome. I think that is so wholesome. And I think it's actually a legitimate question, right? Because, I mean, you're not physically doing much. Wait, uh, who's not? (laughs) The guy. Okay, yep. So it's like, what can you do, really? So 131060, we want to open it up now. We want to hear from women. This might be really helpful for expecting fathers. What do or women any partner out there? Yeah. yeah what do women actually want men to do during childbirth? And maybe you might call up and give an example of what not to do. Maybe you had someone who didn't do all the right things because um a lot of women like jumped um, at the chance of being able to share this. Um, so someone said, you can support your partner by supporting um, the healthcare personnel responsible for her. Okay, yeah. So let the doctors and nurses, that makes sense. 
coffee was a big theme. A lot of women wanting coffee because obviously they can't come and go and it's not easy to flitter in and out of the room. No, no, you you can't. A lot of food-based requests, which I can imagine would be very important. I imagine some of the things would be just like for the person who's sitting there to shut up. (laughs) Let me just get on with it. Someone made a good point. Um, Making a labour playlist and making sure that the speaker's set up, it's charged and the music's ready to go. That is a big one. Everyone always has the plan of like an awesome playlist during the situation, um, but yeah, it always falls flat because of things like that. This is an interesting one. Be the person in charge of keeping that insane list of times your baby has pooped or peed or eaten for the first time in the first few weeks. Oh, that yeah, sounds like hard work. A lot of questions around You're that. Doing a baby or a book report. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, but 131060, uh, we want to open it up now because I feel like this will genuinely be helpful advice. Yeah. So women out there that uh, maybe giving birth or have given birth, maybe have given birth multiple times, mm-hmm. what do you actually need men to do in the room with you? Yeah, it might sound like a silly question, but generally as someone who would not know what to do, I would love to hear some answers. And maybe you can give examples of what not to do. Oh, that would be good too. <laughs> hey, if we can laugh, we always like to laugh. Uh, 131060. Derek from Geraldton kicks us off this morning. Uh, what is your advice for uh, people who are standing alongside their partner giving birth? Yeah, I, yeah, look, I've had three children. I've had two children in the UK. I've had a child in Australia. Mm-hmm. I've had two children in birthing centres. I've had a child in a maternity ward. My advice to dads is really simple, and it's to shut up, and it's to listen to the midwife <laughs> and do exactly what she tells you to do. Because I've been in three really different situations. Mm-hmm with three really different births, yeah. and I thought I knew what I was going to do before I went in there, and I didn't. One birth, I was fully involved, and another birth, I stood at the door, and I got ice chips when my wife <laughs> wanted them. Wow, <laughs> all right. So, well, that's be, great. Be quiet, listen, <laughs> and do as you're told. I love whether that. That's for, whether that's for an hour or whether it's for 26 hours. You do as you're told. What about, like, I don't know, in my case, 19 years of relationship? <laughs> do I just... <laughs> this is like we just take on into everyday marriage. I think by... Hopefully, by that point, if you've had your first kid, or certainly by the time you've had your third kid, you should be well used to being quiet <laughs> and doing as you're told. <laughs> I, like I love Derek. that. Is great That's advice. That's great. Uh, let's go to Carly in Kalgoorlie. Uh, Carly, you have advice uh, for what people should do while they're waiting for their partner to give birth, how they can assist. Um, mine is more of a what not to do. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's good too. That's good too. Better paper, everyone. Uh, so what not to do is baby number four, when your wife is in labour, don't go to Bunnings. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm not going to write it down because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have done that. Wow. Um, this feels like a true story, Carly. <laughs> uh, it is, yes. Um, in labour and husband decided he needed to go to Bunnings. <laughs> And it resulted in the baby being born on the driveway. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, my God. Please tell me you at least got a snag in bread at the end yeah, of what, this. Yeah, what did he go there for? A, a what, sorry? Uh, a sausage in bread at least. A sausage sandwich. No, no, he didn't even bring me a sausage in bread. Oh. Rude. Wow. Wow. That- <laughs> Well, all right. Well, Carly, I... I Did I, he help deliver the baby out of curiosity? He wasn't there. He was like... No, looking... no. I, I, I delivered my own baby because he told me not to push. <laughs> this is insane. Wow. Insane. Carly, thanks for your call. And um, you're a hero. That's insane. That's... <laughs> Thank that's you. Insane. Thanks for your call. Wow. All right. <laughs> insane.
Alan, um, I am out and proud when it comes to my love for crystals and all things woo-woo. Oh, geez, sorry. I just got a headache from my eyes rolling in the back of my head. I'm back. <laughs> Look, I've always kind of been a little bit this way inclined. I've always kind of been interested in this kind of stuff. Fairy tales. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Um, so I feel like I kind of took it up a level about two years ago when I started cleansing my crystals in the full moon. Now I get oh my, it. Oh even that my, sentence, sorry, I get it. Rolled in the back of my head again. Yep. Okay. I get it. I Put get your it. Crystals out. A part of me does have some practicality, but then the other part of me is like, but what if it's true? And what if it's helping? Why wouldn't I just cleanse them? Yeah. Um, so anyway. Over the last couple of years since I've started cleansing my crystals, I've put together a crystal collection I'm quite proud of because I've tried to cover off every base, proud right? Of <laughs> like I've got sure. the rose quartz for love. Yeah. I've got the amethyst for oh, what was that again? Being I don't gullible. know, something. That's at the, the time the gullible. lady in the store told me it was for something that I needed at the time. So yeah, I thought, sure. okay, I better get that Weird. ring. Up. The person selling the thing just happens to have the thing you need. <laughs> Weird. Um, but there was one that I bought in New Zealand. And it was for good luck. Now, who doesn't need a bit of luck on their side? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, this is probably my most cherished crystal because I am not only a believer in crystals, but I'm also stu- superstitious. Who would have known the two were related? Um, so when I put my crystals out, I always put the good luck one in the center because I thought, you know what? Luck on your side. It's the most powerful crystal. I'm sure it'll charge up the rest. Most powerful crystal. Don't know. Oh, my God. All anyway, right. so I'd put my crystals out to cleanse because it was a full moon, as you do, Alan. And <laughs> yep. anyway, my- Just stop me. <laughs> I'd done it before my friends got there. Um, I'm sure my friend wouldn't have judged me, but I thought, you know, this is something I do in private. So anyway, <laughs> as I was saying goodbye to them, yep. my friend Joyce, she stepped outside and we're chatting. And you know when you're chatting and walking, she's getting close to the crystals. But at this point, I haven't kind of- address the crystals. Didn't know if I needed to. We're deep in conversation, but in the corner of my eye, I can see the crystals there. And Alan, as she's walking backwards, before I could even stop her. A curse came (laughs) and set upon her from a genie. Crunch. Oh, that's She (laughs) has stood on my good luck crystal. It is in pieces. Now, I've lost my breath. I'm like, oh my God, is she about to get hit by a car? What's going on here? I'm like, (gasps) And then in that split second decision, I thought, I can't tell her. This is so tragic and so bad. I can't tell her that from this step forward, she is cursed with bad, bad luck. So I thought, I'll keep this to myself. I'll be a good friend. Oh, Off so she went. She didn't you. even feel a crunch under her foot. She's gone. No. She was wearing slides. Yeah. There's some bad luck. And um, anyway, so now I'm constantly checking up on her. Like, how's everything going? Is your relationship strong? So far, so good. Yeah, I, and I've got a feeling mm. that he'll probably But I'm at the point now good. where I'm like, do I tell her that she's now cursed? Is she like a believer like you? Like, you know, is she a fool? She's like a bit of a dabbler, mm. but she's not. Probably. So there could be a point where she might go, oh, no, I'm fine, thanks. Or there could be a point where she takes on my anxieties of she is now cursed for life. I was like, do we have to reverse this? Should I let her know so but- she can fix it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, do we have to go on a journey to go find a witch to get her uncursed from breaking this precious stone? I'm going to put a mirror on your seat today and you're going to break it. (laughs) No. And I'm going to put ladders in front of your way to get into the studio so you have to walk under them. I'm... I think I'm going to have fun with this this year. No. This is my goal now. No, Alan, you don't dabble with this stuff. You don't muck around with Mm. it. It's joy knows. 
I'm Even though she's going to be living up to I'm her name for much longer. A good luck crystal, and I am going to break it in front of you. <laughs> if you want to live your life dangerously, you do that. That is on you. I want no part of that. Oh, you'll be a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move things along to the escape room where I certainly am a genius. Good segue, Alan. You bloody nailed it. You're genius. Uh, I love them. I love escape rooms. I talked about this last year that I've done a bunch, mainly with my wife when I do them. Yeah, it's a a dangerous situation when you do it with your partner. Oh, it is. I could just see it being a source of so many arguments for me and Russ. Yeah, and to be honest, we don't argue at all, Jeweler and I, until we're in an escape room. Then all of a sudden, I just get a little short with her at times because she doesn't communicate properly. Like, she'll find something and then not tell me that she's found something and just kind of go, oh, what's this clue doing over here? She's like, oh, yeah, I saw that earlier. What do you got? (laughs) So anyway, I went with two mates yesterday, and quite often, I'm the leader in the escape room situation. I've done it with a few people in the past. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to stop you right there. No. Do you call yourself a leader? No, no, is no, there no, a no. voting system? No, it's Or just... are you just one of those annoying people that's like, okay, I'm going to put myself in this role that... and boss everyone around? No, not boss, but just I, I'm a big, I'm a good communicator. And that's my thing. So I communicate. And so when I see something, I'm like, hey, guys, just let you know this thing over here. That's it. And so, and I'm like, that oh, sounds what, what bossy to me. Well, it sounds like that's how you get out of escape rooms. And that's why I win at them. Well, anyway, yesterday, I wasn't the leader. The guy <gasps> that I was with. Not only is you better at escape rooms, it was like that. Not only was like the guy kind of like better at escape rooms than me that I was with, but he just had like better instincts. And so we start off, and it was like this kind of like scary cannibal. What do you mean instincts? One. You don't. It's not no, scratch it and sniff because it's like um, there was like keys hanging through this. Like we were kind of like in the jail area, and you couldn't get through. And you could see keys in the back wall, and he goes. One of these bars have got to come out so we can reach it. We've got to use this bar. We can use this bar. And I was just like, what? <laughs> Straight away, he's unscrewing one of the bars on this thing to then put together as another bar to get the keys. And I'm like, oh, he was a bit Did you do a background check on this guy? It sounds like he's done time. I know. And then so then that happens. And I'm like, well, it's maybe a fluke, you know, like whatever. We'll get into the next room and then I'll oh, this is my time to shine, baby. You'd already figured out the code. And I'm like, how'd you figure out the code? He's just like, oh, because it's on the back of that wall over there, there. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, cool. And my other mate, who I've done escape rooms in the past, was kind of looking at me like, I'm listening to him now. <laughs> I'm not listening to you anymore. Oh, no, you've lost your pack. I had a couple of moments of like helping the team, mm. you know, because they had like a little journal that there was a few little codes and stuff needed to figure out in. And yeah. that was my moment to shine. But for the most part, I was really just a cheerleader. Wow. And this it, guy sounds smarter than Kesha. Well, anyone's smarter than Kesha. If I'm <laughs> Well, we don't know. <laughs> Tell you who's smarter than Kesha. Tell you who's not after yesterday. You are. <laughs> Mate. Oh, I felt it. I would like to see you at escape. Have you ever done oh. an escape room? No, oh, you're here now, oh, I so have. I doubt it. But you know what? <laughs> oh, that's right. It was in one. someone's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's Actually, there? I question if it was an escape room or if I just escaped a very scary situation. I've got to say, walking into a stranger's place and locking yourself in their basement, <laughs> probably not a smart thing to do either. I think Kesha's smarter than Kelly. I, I'm safe to say that. I can definitely say that. <laughs> Joining us on the show, we had the pleasure of chatting to psychic Alison Maiden. Good morning. Good morning, my favourite people. How are you? Oh, Good. That's nice. We're oh, very I well. love that, Alison. Well. Now, Alison, I have to chat to you about something. I've been worried <gasps> sick. What? Okay, so... No, don't, don't go there. No, so you, too know much, how, too much, you know how I <laughs> cleanse my crystals in the moonlight? Yes. Um, well, I bought this particular crystal that is meant to represent good luck in New Zealand. And anyway, I was had them out ready to go and my friend Joy was visiting and as she's walked backwards, she stepped on the crystal and shattered it. She didn't notice, Alison. I didn't say anything. I still haven't. I don't know if I should tell her, but I'm genuinely worried because it's a good luck crystal that now she's going to have bad luck. 
Nah, it's all good, love. You're oh, just clumsy. thank goodness. <laughs> so if you break a crystal, is it bad luck? No, it's not bad luck. The crystal takes a hit for you. So basically there might have been something happened to her that the crystal's taken that energy that was around her and it's actually, you know, taken the, the, the hit for her basically. Oh, so I think it's good luck in this case. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to start stomping it? on crystals then. Is that what I need to do? Uh, no, don't go breaking your crystals. But this is something about, you know, the energy. It's more about energies. Good luck and bad luck is like the positive and the negative energy. So she had something that was really negative hanging around her or whatever. The crystal could have actually um, just, you know, taken that hit for her. Oh, Now, I've kept the little bits of the crystal because I am a little superstitious. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. good or bad to do that or do I need to get rid of it no. now it's broken? No, no, it's all fine. Um, the energy's been released. So just, I, do you know what I do with my broken crystals? I put them out in the garden and um, and just sort of spread them around for the little nature spirits to enjoy. I do oh, a similar okay. thing. I do a similar thing. I just put them um, straight into the wheelie bin and uh, spread them <laughs> yeah. around. Oh, that can't be good luck, surely. Okay, well, thanks, Alice. So I can rest easy now. I thought I had to make an <laughs> awkward phone be, call yeah. today. That's good. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. Um, Alison, while we're chatting to you, sorry, I, and I, sorry for not chipping in much in that last bit of chat. My eyes are rolling so hard. Uh, <laughs> I almost had a migraine. Um, but uh-huh. uh, the Lunar New Year has just kicked off, Year of the Rabbit. Do you have anything kind of with that? Do you notice any differences in the world when that happens? Well, what do rabbits do, darling? Well, I'm a oh. rabbit, technically. I'm the Year of the Rabbit. And so what do rabbits do? They have sexy time, right? <laughs> yeah. They breed. <laughs> They do. Yes, there could be a lot of babies born this year. Very fertile year, very good year for creative ideas and energies. Oh. And uh, eat more veggies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's literally oh. just take on the abilities of a rabbit. So, yeah, get it on and like you, eat carrots. Yeah, Chinese um, zodiac is also, you know, it's very, very based around the, the personality of the animals. So, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah it, it's a good year for all those sorts of activities, so to speak. This explains why Julia's been talking to me this week, I think now. It's, <laughs> oh, just put out a plate carrots. of carrots for us. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's starting to make a little bit more sense. All right. Well, that's our questions for you, Psychic Elsa Maiden, but we want to take uh-huh. caller questions on 131060. If you've got a question for Psychic Elsa Maiden, we want to hear from you right now, 131060. Now, you're going to answer some listener questions. So let's kick mm-hmm. it off with, and um, by the way, our next caller, we we're trying to take bets on how to pronounce your name. I'm locking in, locking in Caroline from Bridgetown. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you got it spot on. Hell yeah. Perfect. Now, I love why you're calling. Yeah. You just had a feeling to call. I did. I actually just come out the house, got in the car, started the car, and what comes on on the radio, you guys saying, you got a psychic there, <laughs> and if we want to ask her anything, call now. And, and you... I just, I had a feeling, I'm just like, I need to call. Well, the... And there's something she needs to tell me. Okay. Well, <laughs> is there, Alison? Yeah, is there? No pressure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you no <know> pressure. <laughs> yeah. Carolyn, you're actually very psychic yourself, my love. You've got a lot of abilities there. I keep hearing father in my ear here. Has your dad passed yet? He sure has. He's, must, he's really around you strongly today, and um, he just wants to send you lots of love and, and appreciation for what you did for him, he's saying. Um, and also I just want to bring your attention to a female in your family that may not be so well and you need to get in contact with her. Um, there's love and, and prosperity coming around you this year. Um, you do way too much for others. You need to balance things back and accept some love and help into your life. And just uh-huh. the last thing, look out for the Taurus. No. Okay. Watch out for the ball. Well, glad you mm-hmm. called, uh, Caroline, yeah, because uh, it sounded like... That's, yeah, very, very interesting and 
pretty accurate. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really wow. accurate. That's what we'd like to hear. Thank you very much. Let's go to our next caller, Rachel from Bunbury. Your question for psychic Alison Maiden. Well, oh, no, just general. General life. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. She's not really helping Alison today, no, are we? And, or am I as crabby as my partner thinks I am? <laughs> I'll answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> Rach, you've got something around you at the moment, love. You've got other people's problems that are weighing heavy on you. Yeah. Um, so I feel like you're such a lovely giving person. You've got to sort of put that line in the sand a little bit. Um, yeah. Also, do you have a son that's causing you a few headaches? No. Right. There's a younger male that's around you. Just watch out for a bit of backstabbing or no. I just would lock, lock your doors up, love. There's a, it could be someone that's trying to rob you. Um, and oh, I just it's, also, not my, it's not my boys then. <laughs> uh, this is this is um, definitely someone giving you some trouble, younger male. Okay, but good news is on the horizon for you as far as luck. So come September this year, you need to buy some lotto tickets. I feel like you're getting lucky. Oh, oh okay. Oh, there you go. And, might... and Rachel, I hope I'm not that uh, young male in your life that's causing you problems. <laughs> I promise, I don't Rachel. Even ha- I don't really have young men in my life. Well, not anymore. No, oh, oh, oh. maybe you made a good decision well, there. Well, keep your eye out. If you see him, run the opposite direction, it sounds like. Rachel, thanks for your call. Uh, let's wrap it up. We've got Leah on the line from Kalgoorlie. Good morning. Good morning. And you have a question for psychic Alison Maiden. Yeah, sort of. I was a general oversight of no, the general one. I love no. The generals have been good today. Uh, Alison, okay. a general oversight. Okay, let's have a look, darling. I feel like you could be looking for love because I feel like there's a little bit of a hole in my heart here. Oh. Um, has there been someone around you that you're interested in but hasn't really kind of gelled, or there's some problems there? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. And is there a little babe around you now, like a little boy? Not a boy, I've got two girls. Right, well, there's a baby coming in, it's a boy, so just cross your legs if you don't want any more. <laughs> um, there seems to also be Jesus. here a, 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 a tumultuous relationship, sweetie. So I'm saying to you, give it a break for a few months and then see how you feel after that. This person, he's going to come in and out of your life because he's like a soulmate, but he just can't get his act together. Um, and I do feel he'll travel away, but when he comes back, he'll be back for good, okay? Wow. wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. It certainly was. <laughs> I love those yeah. moments on the show where we get that and then we all just kind of go, whoa, all right. Wow. <laughs> what do we do with that? All right. Well, Alison, a pleasure as always. Thank you for answering our listener questions. If people want any information on what you're up to, alisonmaiden.com is the website. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See you next week. That was the Alan and Carly podcast. <laughs>